Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello, Foo followers around the world. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast with your host, Ben Johnson. Remember, if you want to support this show, we have a donations link available via PayPal. Simply head over to paypal.me forward slash Kung Fu Movie Guide to donate. This podcast is very much a one man operation, so any donations you make will be greatly received and will be put back into the upkeep of this show. A huge thank you to anyone who has donated to the podcast already that is fantastic thank you so much to get in touch with the show you can email me on hello at kungfumovieguide.com we also have our social media accounts on instagram and facebook under the name at kungfumovieguide we are also on youtube and x formerly twitter at kfmovieguide Keep up to date with all the new episodes of this show as they drop by subscribing wherever it is that you get podcasts. And if you do that, please do leave us a star rating or write a review. That all helps to spread the good word of the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast. You can also read the latest martial arts movie reviews, access our archive and find all our contact information via the website kungfumovieguide.com. Thank you for listening to this episode and now on with the show. Well, if you're really so determined to have a fight, then I'll oblige. Food <laughs> followers around the world, welcome to the Kung Fu Movie Guide podcast. This is episode 91. Thank you, one and all, for listening to this episode of the show. We have a director's double bill for our first show in quite a few months, actually. Thank you for your patience, Foo followers. I've got two great conversations to share with you with two directors who both have new martial arts movies out in 2023. First up, you're going to hear from the Dutch director Frau Kiertan. Her movie, it's a very sweet little indie movie called Kung Fu Liu or Kung Fu Lion, to give it its English title. And after that, you will hear from the Malaysian filmmaker Ariel Abu Bakar. His new movie is called Walid. It's a film promoting Malay Silat, and it's his second Silat movie after 2019's Deed of Death. Both Walid and Kung Fu Lion were screened at this year's Fighting Spirit Film Festival, which took place in London in September this year, 2023. Both Ariel and Fraukia were in London to promote their movies. And because I couldn't actually make it to Fighting Spirit this year, I did manage to chat to them both online before their screenings and did get a sneak peek at both of their movies so reviews of both Walid and Kung Fu Lion will be up on our website kungfumovieguide.com and I'll be sure to add the links to those reviews in the description of this episode two very different films coming from very different countries connected 
via a shared passion and love of the martial arts. So I will be throwing over to those conversations shortly. But before I do that, a little bit of business to update you on. I've been keeping busy recording some more conversations over the last month or so to share with you all. And I plan to release this next batch of new episodes every two weeks on a Monday over the next few months leading up to our inevitable end of year show 2023 featuring of course your friend and mine the action film expert Mike Fury those conversations should take us right up to the Christmas period so please do subscribe to the show if you're not already to make sure that you don't miss a brand new episode the other news that I just wanted to update you on is my appearance on the Spy Hards podcast back in July of this year in which I was talking all things Enter the Dragon for its 50th anniversary with the hosts Scott and Cam. It was a real privilege to be able to geek out about all things Bruce Lee and Enter the Dragon in this very special anniversary year, 2023. I don't need too much encouraging. Anyone who's uh, hung out with me for a short period of time will be able to attest to that. Anyway, go and check it out. I will put a link to that show in the podcast description. So without any further ado, let's crack on with the show and my conversation with the writer-director Frau Kia Tan. Frau Kia is a filmmaker based in Rotterdam in the Netherlands. Her new film is called Kung Fu Lion. It had its UK premiere at this year's Fighting Spirit Film Festival. Kung Fu Lion isn't really an action film. It's more of a sweet coming-of-age drama about two teenage boys, played by Terrell Williams and Hay Lee. They must learn to work together to perform the traditional Chinese lion dance. Their Sifu in the movie is played by Lao Ga Yong, who is the nephew of the Kung Fu movie legend Lao Ga Leung. So the film has this lovely connection between the new school and the old school in terms of Kung Fu movies. And I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great, as you'll hear in this conversation. So it was a real treat to be able to talk to Frau Kia all about the film. A huge thank you to Sue Cole for arranging this. I will be back after this conversation to talk in a bit more detail about the wider release of Kung Fu Lion. But until then, here we go. Here is my conversation with the Dutch filmmaker, Frau Kia Tan. First of all, I think I've I've got to say um, this this film did really speak to me. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I really liked this film. There were so many like flashbacks to when I used to do kung fu and my kung fu training, and you know even the you know Jimmy's got his Bruce Lee posters on the wall and he's sparring with his sister. Like there was so there was so much in there. I was like, gosh, this is. Um, this is incredibly uh, accurate. First of all, should we set up the film and the story? Well, it's it, it's it's about a boy, uh, Jimmy. is about, I think, 14 years old. And he really, really wants to be the best Kung Fu fighter. He's not really that long uh, with his Sifu, his grandmaster. He's joining the lessons, but he's really want to be re- really very good. And but... At the same time, he has some sort of problem getting into a, well, you know, in a fight 
on the street and actually his parents got him into the well uh, onto kung fu because they just got new in rotterdam and they're starting the new their new restaurant and he's into fight fighting sports and and they put him on a fighting sport actually because then he has he can well his he can put his energy somewhere you know he has a little bit too much energy and and gets into fights a little bit too easy so that's what there's their parents are thinking and they're really very peaceful and you know very friendly and he's yeah. from marriage so launching so, a vegan uh, restaurant yes. what's it called Pe- <laughs> peas yes yes peas yes we have all these fun stories about yeah, a yeah. restaurant called peas and and you only only you can eat peas over there so yeah. he he really distastes that very yes. much it is actually because he yeah. thinks well bleh, too, yeah. too peaceful here um, so he gets into uh, fights easily, and uh, and actually his sifu, his grand- grandma, he sees that that he does, and he asks him, "Well, do you know what is kung fu?" So, and then he thinks, actually, he thinks he's getting to be the best fighter, but actually he wants to be the best, the best, like be becoming a sifu. And then his sifu thinks, "Well, maybe you should learn about being a sifu or being." Um, the best fighter by getting behind somebody. <laughs> yeah, because his ego is a bit bruised when the new kid arrives, Lee Jay, and he's this sort of wushu wonderkind, isn't he? Yeah. He's like a, a martial arts expert. So is um so and 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 then you start seeing Jimmy's this sort of intense jealousy, this rivalry starts sort of brewing between the two um the two teenagers. But you know. Could you explain a little about the Lee, Lee J character? Because he's sort of going through his own sort of yes. journey as well, isn't he? Yes, of course. Because in the, in the end, it's all, all about friendship, of course. Um, and Lee J has his own troubles, of course. And it, actually, it's all about fathers and sons. So the the, the, yeah. the two main characters, Jimmy and Lee J, they both have some sort of, well like a teenager, a bad relationship with their father. And actually their Sifu is like the perfect father to them. And, and what you see is they're, they're, they're growing apart actually from their fathers, but at the end growing towards them as well. You know, you see their fathers love their sons, but they can't reach them because yeah. they're far away in a way. I think it's a fascinating setup. And obviously they bond through, you know, the performing of the, the lion dance. If you don't know much about Kung Fu, you, you can't see it. But but actually what what Lijay is performing there is North style, which is like Wushu, yeah. very acrobatic and, and, and very... So, a lot of jumps shit. so if you're not used to watch uh t- t- if you don't know much about kung fu everybody would go for that because he's the hero he can jump you know and 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 actually actually what he has been taught at the kung fu school is actually south style which is much more strong and really fighting and you really can yeah. hurt somebody with it but it's not that sexy yeah. to look at in a way I I think I do because I was brought up in the south, southern way, but it's 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 a difference, and it's always a fight between those uh, schools, the, those styles. You trained in in southern style. Yeah. So is that what drew you to this this subject in particular? Then. Um, no, not really. It's actually I saw my sifu. My, my own grandmaster and I, I know how he was always complaining about the, 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 the North style seafood in the right. Hague, you know. <laughs> and I uh, saying, well, he's 
much more theatrical and this is much more real. So everybody is saying this about his own style, of course, but that's sort of what he was saying. That was my inspiration, uh, one of my inspirations. But, um, but but what I really saw was that uh, children were uh, were practicing kung fu when they when they were starting like seven eight years old and and I'm I'm living in Rotterdam which is really very mixed and a lot of cultures are over there and a lot of problems as well and what I noticed that all the children who who went there and stayed there they all kept going on with their schools going up you know and and really became very yeah good adults good it's not a good word but they they, they were successful yeah. in a way and and i think that had a lot to do with with, with their bringing up by our sifu mm. in a way so i think uh and he's not the only one and i think there are more sports are doing it but actually this uh, a sport like this will teach you in another way something about life different than your parents do and usually we're not so strict anymore so and that's something there you really learn you you learn how to learn actually and which is really and you 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 learn how to if you really want to do something, if you really want to, you know, make a salto or whatever, you really have to work yeah. hard for it. And and I think nowadays that's somehow a problem because we have so much we can do and, you know, and then you get paralyzed because you don't know what to do anymore. And here you can do something. No, you can't do it at first, but then you can learn. And was that important for you to get that message across of the true meaning of Kung Fu and what it means is obviously to achieve greatness just through practicing? You know, you could be you could have good Kung Fu if you're a really good uh, chef or, you know, or whatever sport, you know. So w- was that quite important to you then to really put that that message across in the film? Yeah. Yeah, that that really was important to me. Yeah, the, the thing was that my, that 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 Lau Ka Jung wasn't um, actually. I'd written a lot for him <laughs> in this dialogue. His en- English wasn't that good, so we really have to make it very dense. And 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 he had some good things to say as well. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's talk about Lau Ka Jung. So, gosh, as someone who's a bit of a kung fu movie geek, um, yeah. you know, dragon claws and um, uh, Shaolin disciples. I mean, this guy is the nephew of Lau Ka Long, of course. His his kung fu lineage goes all the way back to you know Wong Fei Hong. Yeah. So, you know, an absolute legend. So, how did he get involved in the project? Well, actually, we had a lot of. Well, I knew I, that I had to have a sifu in January uh, twenty-two, and right. then it was like October twenty-one, November twenty-one, right. and then we were almost started to shoot. And 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 first we thought, do do we need like a, a Dutch sifu? And but we the, actually this is the first co-production with China, so that's. So and then and I I then I got to know to a, a lion dancer uh, and a sifu as well. Manlung is his name, and he um, he was very easy because he organized all sort of um, workshops and it was getting um, uh, uh, martial arts specialists into Amsterdam and then uh, a teaching, and then he had this phone and then he said well maybe and we tried a few but they couldn't go- come and then he said well maybe Lauke Jung I don't know him but then he started calling and then I don't know wow. he's magic and yeah because I'm not 
so much uh, a connoisseur as he is. I mean, so yeah, it it was great actually, and it was good that I didn't know too much about it, what he all already had done because yeah. When he came to the set, it was a little bit like uh, Jackie Chan is coming to the set. <laughs> <No. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, well, maybe you should do like this and this and, this and you know. Uh, now, I was going to ask, how much of uh, was he sort of directing on set? He, his scenes feel very, because he teaches as well, so in real life. So it, it seems like um, you're almost getting quite an authentic Kung Fu lesson, you know, with watching the film. So was it a bit like that on set then? Um, no, because he was not used to really act like not yeah. fighting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was something he, he thought, well, why should we do this? Why don't you just drop me and just, you know, and then said, no, 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 no. But actually what he did was giving me, the, there was a point in the, in the, in the rehearsals that he was doing like, oh, you should do that and you can do it much more quick. And why do you need so many days? You can do it like just in one day. <laughs> this is why, because he's, he's used the Chinese way and said, no, it's a children's movie. And, you know, uh, we're we not all uh, professionals in this. But then uh, at, at a point I said, well, well, sorry, but, I can't do everything you say. I'm, I'm listening and, you know, it's, it's, it's great. And I, I, I really think you're, you're really wise, but I can't do everything now. Mm. I can't change everything. And he said, no, 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 no. It's, it's, it just, I just give you everything I know and I, and just do with it whatever you want to do with it. And then we were friends and it was okay. I really knew I wanted to him to teach them actually, but Actually, he didn't want to do it in a way. Like, I really had to say, like, and now you're going to teach him. Doesn't just because I thought in that scene, you know, the, the one I mean, that they, they, you have to explain to Jimmy why he has to go get into the back. So he's teaching yeah. them and then start doing the tiger, you know, and then, and then becoming the lion. So that's a really very important scene, but I really didn't have it in my script yet. So that was in a way improvised on set. Mm, really worked well. <laughs> <laughs> Your Kung Fu expertise is just not good enough. How many days did you have to shoot this then? Um, 25, 24, 25. And then, okay. then we, they, we had some, uh, and then I got some extra money, so we had twenty six. <laughs> Did you find that quite quite challenging? For me, it was quite challenging. Yes, because yeah. we we had like um, uh, like uh, things with the lion dance with uh, quite a lot of people. We had a school, we had a lot of kids, so it's it, it was with a lot of people on set, you know. And that and and, and most people were not trained actors, so yeah, that was uh, yeah. But, but but I liked it very much, but it was a little bit challenging, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, because you get wonderful performances out of which, say, Tyrell Williams plays Jimmy and Hay Lee plays uh, Lee J. Yeah. This is the first movie yeah. i know they've they're martial they trained in martial arts and they're very they're great in the in the in the martial arts sequences but they've never acted before so how did you get these performances out of them because it's not a action picture is it is it, oh. it is character led you know it's a real journey for these characters so uh yeah how did you manage to do that well it's it, it's 
actually maybe it's good to tell a little bit about casting because um since Jimmy has to be more um well it's it's a bit of an acting part as well so um well maybe I should find a real actor and then let him uh uh learn how to fight but that didn't work out actually because it's really really hard <laughs> to be like a fighter like a like, having some sort of martial arts skills not not especially kung fu but martial arts and that didn't work out because it i i wasn't convinced then i thought but then i i saw a lot of uh, kung fu uh, boys coming by but they were all a little bit too delicate in a way so mm. yeah, because kung fu is a little bit delicate so so then i thought well maybe maybe i should try the 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 the, the kickboxing the karate the taekwondo so so we advertised on uh fighting sports dot nl or something yeah. and then i got cyril and 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 somehow i noticed that all the all the high performance uh, the, the 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 boys and girls also who who did a lot of fighting sports on high on high level they're really good in uh, learning how to act because they're they're trained how to listen so that's mm. that's because if i said well can you do a little bit this, like this or that they would do it they would all do it so i thought well it's easier actually to train a, a skilled fighter to act than a skilled actor to fight. So yeah, my. yeah, <laughs> and it just adds that layer of authenticity when you watch the action sequences as well. Is that when you see, you know, the amazing wushu that um, that Haley does in in this film? You I mean you know you can't fake that. No, <laughs> no, no amount of training that. No. you know an actor can do is going to be able to do that that sort of thing so and i guess that must have been really important for you as well particularly in the lion dance sequences to really make sure that that was as you know as authentic as it as it could be yeah um did you have special trainers just in the lion dance sequences yes. then yeah 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 but actually that's a fun story to tell as well because the the the, the really the the, the storyline i got like many years ago i was we we did a yearly competition at our kung fu school and some sometimes we had guests now i i know uh the 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 chinese lion dance and i knew them and they were usually with chinese new year and then we went all uh, together with the lions and playing for the for the restaurants and um but actually i wasn't really impressed by that i'm sorry <laughs> uh uh because it was normal to me but then at that competition i saw a a, a, a lion and he was dancing on the on the pots and but he, but that wasn't that important but the important thing was that i saw it was like a an animal the first time i saw he's really like an animal he's scared mm. he's mm. he's ferocious and he's he's really angry or hungry and it's like a like a little dog or something i i, I really was attached to him and and then then i really was mesmerized by that and and I saw them and they were, and then when they, they put their lion head off, I saw those two guys, uh, and, and walking together like this. And then I thought, wow, that's really great. You have to perform like one in that lion. But how, how would it be if you're always in the back? <laughs> that's, that's kind of sucks. That was what I was thinking. Yeah. And, uh, and th this is how this story grew into me, grew into me. So yeah. And it's it was so funny because 
later on, I realized actually when you're in the back of line, especially when you're jumping, you're you're so important. The and, most important, aren't you? You're the grounded one that's supporting yeah. the person you're fighting with. Yeah. Yeah. So in a way, it's quite superficial to to look at that. And when I, I and now I talk to a lot of lion guys and girls as well, and they and and usually they have their their usually. There's one mostly on the back. Sometimes they go in the front, but mostly in the back or the front, they have their own place. And they all are happy with their place in a way because they think mm. it's okay. Even Tyrell now, he says, well, <laughs> let me go in the back. You go in the yeah. front. I don't want yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> But traditionally, it was the best pupils would perform the lion mm. dance. You yeah, know, it was, it's, a, it's a very you know important, it's quite a pivotal role for you know, any Kung Fu school. Yeah. And I can't think of many films that really focus in on the lion dance itself. Even in martial arts films, there's the Young Master sequence, that Jackie Chan film I know at the start of that, which has a connection to Lao Ga Young because he's in he's in that sequence. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the best sort of lion dance sequences that I can think of. But there aren't there aren't many. It's a it's a topic that's not really explored very much, is it? Well, there are some lion dance uh, films, uh, a Malaysian film, I think, which okay. is that old. But then it's all about winning, actually, winning the game. Mm, mm. Uh, and there's another one, but there are not so many. And yeah. actually, it was, for me, the most important thing is about telling a little bit about the life, about the school life, about Kung Fu school life. And that's and that was actually what Lau Kayung liked as well. Wang <laughs> Shanghai. You can't fool me this time. I want revenge. I won't go until I've killed you. You write really well for teenage boys, (laughs) their development, what they're going through emotionally. And I know that you're a filmmaker that's always specialised in, uh, you know, you've done documentaries with, with children, I believe. So I just wondered, you know, how can you write so well (laughs) about teenage boys, you know, what they're going through? No, actually, it for me, it's a matter of thinking like them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was brought up with three brothers. Maybe that that works. That could be well. it. <laughs> but for yeah. me, usually, I can also. Um, I, I, I'm really good in 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 trading places in a way because I always also like it to be like a a, a, a 75 year old man with Alzheimer's disease or something because I really mm. like to 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 jump into a brain of somebody and think how does he look how would it be for him or or her as well but it's yeah. I, I like that actually yeah. and 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 somehow. <laughs> A few days ago, I, w- I, w- I, w- I was thinking, well, there's this women film festival. And then it's usually, usually they say, oh, you're a female director. Why don't you direct females? And, I, and then I think, what the heck, you know, all the painters were always painting <laughs> women. Why shouldn't I work yeah. with men? Because I like that, actually. I like that. At- I-, I-, I like that energy. And, I, you know, and I think I can and I can tell a different story because I can show a little bit different things about what they're, how they are feeling, or it's more on the emotion as well, I think. Yeah. And just quickly, your journey as a filmmaker then, I noticed this, I think, is the first feature that you've done for quite some time, maybe a decade or so. Is that, yeah, is yeah, that yeah. right? 
Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's very hard to make a <laughs> yeah. to make feature yeah. like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I, I, in between, I make documentaries and and and, and shorter f- fiction films. But n- yeah, yeah. It's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that something to do with the film industry over in in the Netherlands, or is that just a general challenge just to get the projects that you want to do? Maybe maybe it's because I'm also I'm I'm writing my own stuff, so that yeah, and I'm I'm not really a director who really wants to direct everything, only the things I really like to do. So sure. yeah, and um, yeah, I think that's it actually. So I'm yeah. more like an artist who's who's making films, um, than I than that I only want to make any direct any film or write any film so it's it's i don't know actually it's it's but it's it was a long time i must say so it's, it shouldn't be that long anymore <laughs> not not so long for the next one oh, hopefully no, no, no. no. Yes. so i'm really want to i i hope i can i i can, I can turn this into a series or something so i'm, I'm quite busy with that interesting so, yeah yeah is that your plan with the a, a series is in a, a tv series or what's something like that yeah, yeah because yeah. i think it's really interesting to 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 get eastern philosophy and put it as a sort of solution into our hectic western um society i think that really would be interesting in a way yeah, yeah. because i think it's well now it's all yoga of course but i think especially kung fu it's maybe it pe- appeals a little bit more to 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 young people and how has the film been received i know it's um done it's been released uh sort of lo- uh locally regionally as well i know that it's sort of doing a uh the film festival circuits now is that is that right it, yeah but it's already it was in february it was released during the holidays yeah that's yeah it was it, in, in like 65 cinemas or something yeah um yeah so and the reviews were quite good but yeah. somehow it's 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 somehow uh, it, it's very niche of course the 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 the, the, the kung fu so and and that's something for, for for the marketing um it somehow falls in between like like because boys are a little bit older, so it's not for well. Actually, it's for eight-year-old kids, but it's the mothers are, are of course choosing the film. So it's it's I think it's always a little bit difficult how to put your marketing. But that's not my job actually. So yeah. I don't know that. But yeah. that was I, I personally thought maybe we should have do a little bit more the kung fu scene or the kung fu you know let it spread into there or the chinese community or but that's it's i don't know actually it's i never know how it works it's tricky isn't it because there's always going to be a market for martial arts films it's one of these sort of evergreen yeah products in a way isn't it because it, it yeah. you've got the established fan base you know you call a film kung fu lion there's going to be people who are going to yes, be yes. going to want to watch that yeah and and i think it isn't especially only for kids you know so that's that's what i say it's about marketing it's not only for eight-year-old kids actually it's for for if you have been practicing kung fu or you know so it's um yeah yeah i think there's a lot that a, a lot of audiences can can get from this movie yes, to, I, hope to be I, think, I think it plays to all ages yeah, yeah. so yeah. i hope it can i can 
I don't know if it can be released in uh, in, in in the UK or on some sort of streamer. I don't know, yeah. but it will be, of course, on the Fighting Spirit Festival. Of course. Just quickly on the China film uh, production, it was a co-production, I believe. Is that is that right? Yeah. What was it? What was it like working working with with them? <laughs> It's it's a little bit complicated, I think. Yeah, <laughs> we had some cultural, uh, yeah. But it's it's um, uh, no, it worked out very well. We actually, what we did was in our cooperation that there were some actors from China. We had uh, the music made by Rock Chen, who also, also did uh, Kung Fu Panda Three. <laughs> I believe, but yeah. it's real good. It's good music. Here. It's really nice music. And we had the animation also made in 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 China as well. So this mm. is how we divided it. And and what I really like about it is that that well, you can find everywhere. You can find the same people, the same people who love kung fu or who love the music or who love making films. You know, it's somehow sometimes in between with the producing part, the contracts, which makes things a little bit complicated, but working together with everybody was great so that's good to <laughs> emphasize good. Yeah. and will they help with the release of the movie in china has it been released in china it will be so yeah. there but then it has to be dubbed first and um i don't know if, if it really would work commercially that well i don't know but it would work well and that's i think their main plan also it's that it's going into schools or something which and i only i want a lot of children to watch it of course so, yeah yeah i just wanted to end on just you know what's next for for you what's your next uh project are you still going to stay in the martial arts realm or or no or i have many different projects <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah um yeah the newest project is actually uh which is kind of fun to tell. Um, it's uh, it's it based on the island where I was born in Indonesia. I'm half Chinese, half Dutch, by the way. That's right. It's yeah, that's the tan. And very Chinese, <laughs> yeah. so. But I was born in Indonesia, actually, and um, and actually, I want to make um, a film over there. But it's it's just a very first stage. Um, but I just applied for funding. It's it, it's about uh, getting um, there. There uh, at the island where I was born, there are a lot of. Um, uh, it's a Catholic island actually, but uh, there are a lot of stories, um, uh, myths, and fairy tales. Uh, and because my the Flores, the island, because there are so many different languages over there, many different cultures. There are a lot of and uh, a lot of animistic um you know animistic religion yeah 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 and actually i want to to film or make a story out of one of their fairy tales like how we are uh, how we put our western new uh influence always on the colonial countries mm. i want to do things back so i want to 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 tell a, a story from there and be very wise and influential over here that's and that's actually wow. what i did with kung fu lion as well putting like yeah. philosophy back in our world and I, I like to do that so yeah well i loved it it's a wonderful film so congratulations um great work and um this has been a real treat to to chat with you thank you now listen, from now on you're all dismissed. Shaolin is closed. All of you will leave immediately. <laughs>
Fraukia Tan there. Thank you so much, Fraukia, for taking the time to talk to me. I really enjoyed her film Kung Fu Lion. You can head over to kungfumovieguide.com now to read my review of the movie. The film was released domestically in the Netherlands early of this year and it's still doing the film festival circuit across Europe with screenings in Belgium, Germany and Wales planned. It has also been picked up by the International Kids Film Festival which runs from the 14th to the 30th of November this year, 2023. This means that the film will be screened to around 800 schools across India, the Middle East, South Asia and Southeast Asia. Head over to ikff.in for more details about that festival. No news just yet on a wider release in either the UK or China. It will be getting a Chinese release though, but Frau Kia tells me that they're just currently waiting for the film to be dubbed. So more news to follow on that. In other Frau Kia Tan news, she tells me that she is currently writing a proposal series in which she wants to link Eastern philosophy and Kung Fu to the hectic lives of young people as a means of maintaining peace of mind. That does sound like another very interesting project there. So we will be sure to keep you all updated on her work. You can follow Frau Kia on Instagram and LinkedIn under her name on both of those platforms, which is at Frau Kia Tan. That is spelt F-R-O-U-K-J-E-T-A-N. I'll also be sure to put a link to the Dutch short film Steam, which is made by the Kung Fu Lion fight choreographers Pao Han Kyo and Xu Ming Tong. Just with regards to that Malaysian lion dance movie that Frau Kia mentioned, you may have been screaming the title out when we couldn't think of it. The film is called The Great Lion, or to give it its full title, it's The Great Lion Run Seng Kang. That is a movie from 2014. I've not actually seen it myself, but it does have Chen Quan Tai in it, so might need to go back and check that one out. That did get me thinking about good kung fu movies that focus particularly on lion dancing. And another movie that I completely forgot to mention, of course, was Once Upon a Time in China 3 with Jet Li. And actually, there's also Last Hero in China, which has that mad centipede dance ending with the late Alan Chu. That's the one where Jet Li then flies in and saves the day while impersonating a chicken. Very odd film. There may be other lion dance movies out there that we haven't mentioned. Do get in touch. If we did miss one, you can email me on hello at kungfumovieguide.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Moving on now to my second guest on today's show, it's the Malaysian director Ariel Abu Bakar. The director of the great 2019 movie Deed of Death, his new film is called Walid. It's another bone-breaking action film which promotes the martial arts of Malay Silat. The film also touches on some very important and serious issues such as human trafficking, which we discuss in this conversation. Walid's premiere was in New York in July of this year. It then moved to Los Angeles in August ahead of its screening in London at the Fighting Spirit Film Festival and then its domestic release in Malaysia in September of this year, 2023. The film has also been screened at the Tashkent International Film Festival in Uzbekistan and I've also just been informed that Walid will be going to another film festival ahead of its online release in December. This was great to chat to Ariel. He had literally just landed in London after a flight from Malaysia and considering that he must have been exhausted you would uh, never have guessed it from this conversation. A huge thank you to Iman Tio for all of her help in setting up this conversation. Okay here we go then. Here is my conversation with the Malaysian director, writer, cinematographer, martial arts director and martial artist Ariel Abu Bakar. I wanted to just start I guess by asking you about the premise, the story for Walid. Could you explain a little bit about what the film is about? This film about uh, our uh, humanity for kids, human trafficking, about exploitation kids uh, for around the world. Still, this issue is not finished. That then I I put it put it is issue for world issue, and then this this issue is not uh, for our country. But this is this is a world issue, so yeah. I I choose uh, human trafficking, exploitation, kids, uh, the the base for uh, important important things for people uh, take uh, more more action for for kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it about that particular subject, human trafficking, that made you want to make this this movie? Why this subject? I I I go around the world. I I I I, I travel to uh, in Malaysia. I have a part of Borneo, so I see the kids come to to our place. Come when when you eat it. She or he came to begging, and then she, uh, he, he, the kids. No, I, I don't know. He, he have uh, another parties to exploit them to, to make money, and hidden hand. Then, then the the the, the issue, uh, until now, uh, cannot be done. I don't know why. And then mm. the, uh, the the Philippine come to Borneo, and uh, the Bajau Laut. You you know the ethnic Bajau Laut and see live in uh, the sea 
no country no 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 place to 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 what uh, tinggal apa to, to live to live to live to live yeah. and then they came to our border and make uh, the the agency come to make them uh, uh, part of uh, make money so i mm. i don't think it's a good good activities so we we highlight in movie because uh, for maybe our government or uh, uh, what uh, special force of special agency come to to settle all the the problem the film also touches on some other subjects as well um mm. i i guess the really powerful message is also education, education you know the need yeah. for um you know kids no matter what backgrounds they're mm. from you know if they're i know your film deals with mm. uh illegal immigrants as well but mm. your central character walid is a teacher and um you know he sees the value in education uh no matter you know whoever it is wherever they're from he doesn't see any prejudice mm-hmm. um was that quite an important story that you wanted to tell as well around you yeah. know it's a universal need isn't it to to be educated yep i i choose this uh issue because education is not about uh about you have uh, about really just uh race or any anyone's uh, uh education is for all all the people not 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 to be a uh, politicking for no 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 politicize the yeah. issue so education is very important for for people kids or anyone oh, oh, see i just want to kill you like dogs the star of your film Migat Sharizal I'm probably going to get the pronunciation of names wrong so I yes. do apologize Ariel it's a real film of two halves isn't it because the first half of the film you see him as a teacher and he's quite passive and you're not too sure really you know which direction the film is is sort of going in uh mm-hmm. and then when the girl that he is educating and looking after when she is then kidnapped he does a 180 and then suddenly the second half of the film you know he comes out you know fighting and um you know taking on all the bad guys um yeah just talk cuz cuz megat was was in deed of death as well um mm-hmm. but he only had a small part in that yeah. you saw a bit of him fighting but you didn't really see his full sort of yeah. fighting range i just wondered um yeah the casting of megat why him for the for the central role I, I I choose him because yeah the Megat have a uh, uh, basic martial art. Uh, he also uh, play for state in Malaysia. Then then uh, he he also uh, actor and and uh, the size is um, uh, is unique. For, for yeah. he's a big guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, he's I, a bit I, like I, Sammo Hung. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ma, ma, ma Dong Zok. What? Yeah. 
Don't leave, don't leave. But I guess that helps because when he then starts, you know, in the second half of the film and the action really takes off, you don't expect him to be able to have the skills that he that he does have. You know, it's quite a shock. Everyone, everyone shocked after after Act Two. Yeah. Everyone shocked after uh, uh, night, uh, Gala Night. So everyone yeah. shocked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was that quite a deliberate move then, Ariel, to, you know, have the first half of the film as very much a character-driven piece and you're really developing, you know, the relationship that the young girl has there with her mother. You're touching on quite a few sort of big themes there on the first half. Um, And then to have the second half, which is so action-packed. That was quite a deliberate thing then, was it? How you wanted the film to, the pacing of it? I I I I want to 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 everyone concentrate about the first the uh, the issue education immigrant and uh, humanity the message for for mo- this movie I want to to tell everyone humanity is very important education is very important it's not the fighting. Fighting is the accessories for uh, this movie, and I I love uh fight uh, action movie. So I I put Sila in uh, uh my movie, but uh the issue is more important for other things. Some people not do good because they don't have education, so mm. it's a uh, very dangerous for community. And then I I hope this movie can be a spark for for people, uh, especially in Malaysia, uh, because Malaysia is a small country, but the the immigrant and the 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 Rohingya is came to our country, Philippines and Indonesian. But education is important. For other people, so we came to Malaysia. We we must serve education. Nothing uh, uh, without any compromise. There's an important scene where she is at a food stall, and Walid is, you know, paying for something for her to eat. And then there's the older generation who sort of look at her as if to say, you know, you're not welcome here. You know, there is they're they're quite um you know dismissive of of her. And I wondered, yep. is that quite a prevalent thing in Malaysia? Is that an is that an attitude that you see quite a, a lot maybe from the older generation there towards immigrants? Yeah, but it's not uh, many. But this uh, this uh, scene, I put it for for everyone can think. Uh, this is not a right way to 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 condemn other people. Why I choose the the old man say like that is uh, I want to tell people you not you must use your brain the kids is not know what what you what you say it's not like their that. fault yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's their fault then this is a uh, common sense yeah. they, uh, the kids not come to 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 kill you to to disturbing you i want to ask you quickly about i'll probably get this name wrong as well but um well, uh fe- Tajudin. Tajudin. Yeah. Yeah. Tajudin. 
Now, she was so good in Deed of Death. I know she yeah. has a small role in this film. When yeah. you see her in Deed of Death, and then she's fighting wearing the hijab. Yeah. I'd never, I'd never seen that before in a, in a film, in an action film. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was really, that was really wonderful. Um, and she is in this film, but she doesn't appear. I was waiting for her to like appear at the end, you know, when it's all sort of kicking off. But um, was there a reason for that? Or was she, maybe she was just unavailable to be in the film for, for longer. Mm-hmm. Fina also have a basic, basic uh, silat. And yeah. then uh, this role, I, I choose uh, her because the look and feel and the, uh, she can talk like uh, border, uh, Thailand border, the, the slang, accent, the language is like uh, border, border Malaysia in Thailand. Right. So I choose right. her to... to to carry that uh, character, yeah. Then and then the she she also have a good good uh, job in our government. So I have a, a few days for shoot he, shoot her. <laughs> I wonder. I thought that might be the case. Like maybe you only had a few days <laughs> days yeah, of her time. I I I think I I shoot for action scene for Fina. Like two days, I think two yeah, days, yeah, and yeah. Uh, one day for uh, drama drama scene. Yeah. yeah, will you continue to work with her? I think she's she's great. Yeah, in, inshallah, we I will uh, for my third movie. Maybe he's uh, she's uh, my 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 in my list, and yeah, Walid two, Walid two, yeah. maybe uh, Fina. Uh, we start from Fina as a, a woman uh, from Cambodia come to Malaysia to rescue Aisha came back to uh, Cambodia or Thailand. Yeah, that's yeah. a great idea. That, that sounds that's great. The, that's the idea. So you're the one. I wondered if you could talk a little bit about Silat. You practice as well, then? Do you do you, do you yeah, train yeah. in Silat? When yeah. I, I was I was kids. I I practice ten years old, ten years old, until my seventeen years old, and after that I I continue my study in Kuala Lumpur. So I stop it, and but I I still practice in your room like that. Yeah, yeah, because you're the action director as well, aren't you? So you're directing uh, the martial arts scenes. Mm-hmm. I know you've got a real rich background in the film industry. You've been working as a cinematographer. You've done uh, yeah. so much in the industry. And it's interesting, your first film as a director was such a CLAT-heavy movie. Um, so you're very passionate about, I guess, the philosophy behind the martial arts and telling people about about this. Yeah, I I want to introduce and expose our silat Malaysian silat for our uh, for uh, uh, around the world because we know from uh, Nusantara, but the Indonesian is promote silat more from Malaysia. So I I want to to introduce my my silat from Malaysia to the world. So I I use silat in my action. Uh, film because 
I love action movie, but I don't know why Malaysian people not not uh, interested to 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 produce uh, silat uh, for in their movie in Malaysia. We use uh, another martial art, not silat. So I I want to to tell the world because silat is from. Uh, Malaysia. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of people, I would imagine, probably were introduced to Silat through the Raid films, potentially, mm-hmm. in recent years, mm-hmm. which are obviously Indonesian films. But that's Pencak Silat. So I guess that's a different form of Silat. Yeah. Uh, Is that correct? It's not, yeah, yeah. It's not, uh, uh, it's not a big difference, but Pencak Silat is from Indonesia is more on movement, uh, lock movement, and uh, the heart movement. And uh, Malaysia is uh, like dancing, like the 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 arts for the uh, movement. In we uh, before we start the silat, we have a we call dancing tarian. Tarian is is a like uh they are they are they uh, dancing, but the dancing is uh, have a movement, and we we can kill the 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 soft movement. We can kill the enemy. So yeah. in pencak uh, silat is we 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 can see the movement and move and to uh, we we can see directly. Uh, directly the, the 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 style and how we attack the the enemy. Uh, yeah. In uh, um, uh, silat seni seni silat, uh, we we more soft but it's a kill also. That that uh, uh, we I I think it's not a big issue and big uh, different. Uh, just a philosophy of movement. Uh, for Silat. All the people that you're using in your films, they're all Silat um, martial artists and you train with a lot of these, the same people? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I personally, I, I, I study Silat for one, uh, for the same people and the, and full, my full team is from uh, north of uh, Malaysia. Kedah is a, a center of Silat Gayung. So everyone in the movie is from there, from there, and they were from kids, and until uh, all the uh, cast is a uh, martial art practice silat. It looks like in some of the fight scenes, there's a there's an element sort of Thai kickboxing involved as well. But I'm I'm I don't know I don't know the style, so I'm not sure if I'm correct there. But is is there a Thai influence in in there as yeah, well? Yeah, uh, the character in uh, Yapat, the player, the tattoo one, is played like uh, uh, like uh, silat Tom, silat Tomoy. It's not Silat Gayong, but this Silat Tom. So he he came to to me and say they they want to carry the character like like uh Siam uh people. So they but uh, they want uh to use a uh, Muay Thai, but he he use a Silat, but the the name is Silat Tom, 
Silat yeah. Tomoy. The, the, the short one, the Silat Tom. There's a lot of uh, crossover with religion as well. And to tell that story as well in your films, the importance of of religion, Silat is, is linked to the spirituality as well, isn't it? Can yeah. you speak to that a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, re- religion comes first for before you 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 study silat. It's not you study silat. You 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 are so religious. You must study uh, religion, uh, and then you have a good heart, and after that, well, uh, you can uh, study silat. If you study silat. First and religion is uh, other side is a very very dangerous because they came to uh, study silat for to pick all the people and make uh, uh, the wrong way to 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 use silat is a very very uh, dangerous and then uh, they must study uh, Islam. After that, uh, the the master gave a, a movement for relaxing before he he get the the full uh, syllabus uh, silat. So you know, studying silat is very much. It's not just a physical journey that you're on. It's also a spiritual one. Yeah, the strong one is a spiritual one. A sp- spiritual first. After you you study uh, spiritual, then you uh, you 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 find the way to 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 combine you uh, the religion and uh, martial arts. You can manipulate martial arts to the wrong way. It's is a very very dangerous for 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 people came to to study martial art the master or grandmaster must advise uh, the student go to find the spiritual first or another spiritual by islam or buddha or anything but you have a good heart then you came to study martial arts i know who you are you bastard your time has come then your son do you think you will continue to make uh, martial arts films, silat films? Is this your the path that you're that you're on? Yes, but of uh, of course because my my genre is action movie. I I want to use every uh, scene in uh, my movie, the next movie, the next movie with martial um, with silat. And then I plan for next uh, movie, we can mix uh, Silat and inside we have a Judo or uh, Muay Thai or Karate or Kung Fu Shaolin inside in my, maybe in my third movie coming uh, soon. I've got to ask, how are the Malaysian audiences with action films? I mean, there's a lot of action films get made in Malaysia, don't they? So... um, They they all love action movie. Yeah. And uh, Malaysian market, action movie and horror movie is very, very crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
yeah the fan is very yeah very crazy now i i i get the rate 16 so under uh, above 16 can can come to cinema to watch wallet under 16 cannot go to the cinema is a very so for producer is very lost a, a few a few yeah but i don't care yeah the, the, but, but because they 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 want to to cut off my action sequel so i i don't i don't uh, i don't think i i can make it because this is a very very uh, difficult to to shoot and uh, that's i want to sell the market uh, for action but yeah then when they came to to cut off is not i not uh, agree about that yeah because you know megat's throwing those throwing those axes around and there's lots of yeah, it's quite full on <laughs> yeah. isn't it arm breaks or the arm breaks yeah. yeah you would if you cut all that out you wouldn't have much of a film left mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um but i guess that's the that's the thing with producers isn't it they just want it to be as accessible as possible i suppose yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And that mm-hmm. that would be that would be a challenge. So the next project then, Walid Two, is that is is that on the cards? Ah uh, no, the next one I I uh, Abang, Abang okay. means a uh, brother. Can you say uh, much about that film? Uh, is a uh, also in a gangster movie. So I I choose the premise is a uh, slum area. Yeah, yeah. I love that the. Dirty, dirty side, a dark side, uh, uh, in my movie. So I, 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 I still uh, recce around, uh, around uh, Ipoh, Perak, Kuala Lumpur, and uh, Tawau in Borneo, Kota Kinabalu in Borneo. So that area is so many, many slum area like uh, mm. water village. And then, yeah. Uh, so you can see many, many things about the, 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 uh, bad activities in that area. So it's mm. smuggling and and you are uh, uh, drugs and many things is uh, 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 the 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 that area in 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 Kuala Lumpur, uh, Borneo and Ipoh. When do you start filming? Uh, maybe in. End of this year, December after after Wale is uh, finished yeah. round. I don't know when his uh, uh, the film is the end. I'm still uh, this uh, end of this month. We go to Uzbek for a uh, festival for festival a uh, Tashkent right. film festival. Uh, so maybe after that, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, awesome. The is uh, December. This December, I will start shoot Abang. Well, I yeah. look forward to seeing that. And a real thank you. You know, yeah. keep flying the flag for uh, Silat and Malaysian action cinema. Thank uh, you, man. You know, keep doing. Keep up the great work. Thank you, man. Thank you. I'm so sorry because my English is so limited. But no, I not at all. My best. Maybe you. My Malay is not very good either. So <laughs> it's great. It's great. Thank you so much. Take Thank care. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 
Ariel Abu Bakar there. What a treat that was to chat to Ariel. A huge thank you to Ariel Abu Bakar for talking to me, especially after such a long haul flight. Um, it's never the best of conditions to chat to a podcaster, I would imagine. So thank you very much for uh, obliging me. Uh, Ariel's new movie is called Walid. It's not particularly easy to see it at the moment. However, I will be sure to keep you all posted on where you can catch the movie outside of Malaysia ahead of its wider digital release in December. Of course, the easiest way to find out all the latest information regarding the movie is on social media. You can follow at Walid on both Instagram and Facebook. That's at F. I-L-E-M-W-A-L-I-D There is also a YouTube channel for the film's production company which is Layar Pictures L-A-Y-A-R I will be sure to put a link to that channel in the description of this episode If you want to get a taster of what to expect from Walid then definitely check out Deed of Death I did really enjoy that movie It was picked up by WowGo USA in North America and it is available across many digital platforms as well here in the uk okay then that's just about it for this special action-packed director's double bill episode of the kung fu movie guy podcast if you do like the show remember to share the podcast with a friend leave us a star rating write a review whatever you can do to help spread the word of the podcast i will be back in two weeks time with another brand new episode of the show but until then do take care be safe be well and i will speak to you all again very soon on the kung fu movie guide podcast bye for now Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.